0: Well, grace to you and peace from God our Father, our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Well, happy Reformation Sunday. If you're not quite sure how to respond to that greeting, it's okay. Right? There was like that dead silence. What am I supposed to say? Are you supposed to say happy Reformation back, or is there some other kind of churchy response, right? I don't know. When someone says it to me, I'll probably just say the same thing back. But that's the thing about this day, is sometimes Reformation Sunday can feel like it's all about Lutheran insider language and customs. Things that might seem strange to some people. Like, today we get to sing our theme song of A Mighty Fortress. We get to bring out the red pyramids, and a number of you are wearing your red. We talk about Martin Luther. And after service today, we'll have lunch with pasta from Fazoli's. Not red sauce. sauce. Okay, there's your connection to Reformation, right? But Fazoli's is fun, and it's good, right? But still, what's the big deal about this day? It's a fair question. Especially because people come at this day from all sorts of different places. Like, there are some people who have a really strong sense of Lutheran identity. They've always grown up in the Lutheran church. They learned about Martin Luther from an early age. They learned his story at the same time they learned about Cinderella and Superman and Mickey Mouse. So Reformation Sunday for them is like a big old birthday party for the Lutheran Church. There are other people who have converted into the Lutheran Church. They don't have that background all the way from the cradle, but they've still learned some things along the way. They know some about Luther and what he wrote. And so when they come to this day, they see it as an important day in history worth remembering. It's like commemorating D-Day or something. Then there are other people who are really new to the Lutheran Church. Maybe they heard about Martin Luther in history class in school, but they see him as just some historical figure from way back when. He had a big impact in his day, but they don't really understand why he matters now. And so Reformation Sunday on the calendar just doesn't really matter to them. And then there are some people who aren't familiar with Martin Luther at all. They often get him confused with Martin Luther King Jr. So instead of Martin Luther King Jr. Day in January, this feels like Martin Luther Day in October. And yet no matter where people come from in approaching this day, this day is still important. But why? Well, the real quick history lesson goes like this. On October 31st, 1517, an Augustinian monk named Martin Luther posted his 95 theses, or 95 statements, on the community bulletin board on the door of the Castle Church in Wittenberg, Germany. And these 95 theses were basically 95 reasons why the behavior of the Roman Catholic Church at the time was wrong. And like a controversial video online now, it went viral due to the printing press. Which, of course, landed him in a whole bunch of hot water with church leaders at the time. But why should we care about that now? It sounds like it was just some big historical event from way back when. What difference does it really make for us in our lives? Well, I'll give you a hint. It's not primarily about Luther. In fact, Luther himself didn't like people calling themselves Lutherans. The story goes that he said something like, What am I but a sack of maggots that you should name yourselves after me? If anything, call yourselves Christians. But of course, the name's still stuck. We still tie ourselves back to him. We still share his theology. But there's a danger here. Even though we respect Luther, there's a danger And it's a danger we can see in our gospel reading. Every year on Reformation Sunday, we get this same section from John 8. And it goes something like this. Then Jesus said to the Christians who had believed in him, If you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. The Lutherans answered him, We are descendants of Martin Luther and have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean by saying you will be made free? Yeah, okay, so that's not exactly how it goes, but you get the point. In this scene, Jesus is reminding the Jews who had believed in him that they're still slaves to sin. But they say, We are descendants of Abraham and have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean by saying you will be made free? Right? They identify themselves with this important historical figure. They think their religious pedigree means something. They take pride in that identity. And yes, Abraham was important. But when they say they've never been slaves, clearly they're ignoring their own history. Think back. They were slaves in Egypt. They were exiles in Babylon. And in that moment when they're talking with Jesus, Rome has occupied their land. Slavery is a part of their story. So I guess you could say they had selective memory. But then again, we do too. Right. Think about how many people take pride in being Americans. They know the story of the Founding Fathers. They know about the Fourth of July and the Declaration of Independence. They celebrate that they live in the land of the free and the home of the brave. And yes, they know that there was a period in the past when there was slavery in the United States. But they probably don't think there's slavery today. And they certainly wouldn't think they're involved with it, or even slaves themselves. Right? I mean, there's no way that Americans today would treat other people as inferior, right? There's no way that we would look on one group of people and see them to be only as good as what they produce, right? There's no way that we would strip the dignity and humanity from a certain group of people. Right? Well, as I said, sometimes we're selective in our memories. Like those who are talking to Jesus, we like to think that we're free. And by free, we mean that we can do whatever we want, whenever we want. So long as we don't get in the way of somebody else doing whatever they want whenever they want to. But that's not freedom. People going around just doing whatever they want is not freedom. It's anarchy. It's disorder. It's chaos. But that's what we think American freedom means, right? The Jews who were talking to Jesus thought they were free. They didn't understand how Jesus could see them as slaves to sin. Right? They're descendants of Abraham, for crying out loud. We Americans are descendants of George Washington and Thomas Jefferson and all those guys. We Lutherans are descendants of Martin Luther. We know where we come from. We know our past isn't perfect, but we also know that we're not like, quote, those people, whoever those people might be. We're not as bad as they are. And yet, we are exactly like those people. Because we are sinners too. In our modern American culture, we don't really talk much about sin. We'll easily admit that we aren't perfect. We'll admit that we make mistakes, but there isn't much talk about sinfulness. The ironic part, though, is that we see our sinfulness all the time. We just don't call it what it is. We see it when we watch the news and hear of yet another mass shooting, or hear about neighbors in the world who are killing each other. We see it when we read our social media feeds and see people arguing and calling each other names about upcoming elections. We see it when we look in the mirror and see a fraud looking back at us. Our sinful condition is the reason why you despair over the state of the world. It's the reason why some people behave worse online than they do offline. It's the reason you hear that voice in your head that says you're worthless and unimportant and insignificant. Sin is that broken condition that all of us carry around with us simply because we're human. Even Martin Luther knew what that was like. Right? In his earlier years, Luther was so overwhelmed by a sense of his own sin. He was flooded with this existential dread. He always had this sense that God was angry at him. And that nothing he could ever do would change that. Well, a friend and mentor of his, Johann von Staupitz, repeatedly told Luther that God's not angry. But those reassuring words didn't really help Luther. He was still in agony. It wasn't until Luther read the book of Romans. In a section about God's love, that it really clicked for him. There, Luther heard the message about how God changes us in Christ. That was the message he proclaimed with those 95 Theses and in all of his other writings. And it's no surprise that Luther had this life-changing moment by reading Scripture. In today's Gospel reading, Jesus encourages his disciples to abide in his word. It is through being in a relationship with Jesus that we hear something extraordinary. We hear the promise that Jesus sets us free from sin. Jesus said, Very truly I tell you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not have a permanent place in the household. The son has a place there forever. So if the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. Now I know that you've heard that before. I know that truth is already in your head, but let it sink into your heart. Let it wash over you and refresh you. You are not defined by the brokenness around you or within you. Our world is not going to hell in a handbasket with increasing mass and momentum. You are not worthless or unimportant or insignificant. Instead, you are priceless and important and valuable because you belong to Jesus. Like Martin Luther, you have been reformed. You are free from sin and free to be in loving relationship with God and neighbor. That's the reason Reformation still matters. Right, it's not a day to say, "Yay, we Lutherans are the best." It's not a day to idolize Luther. And it's certainly not a day to say mean things about the Roman Catholic Church. Instead, it's a day to celebrate that Jesus reforms us as individuals and as the church. He changes us from people who are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves To people who have been set free by him. You are defined by Jesus. And now, like Luther did in his day, we get to tell others this good news too. Because no matter where they're coming from, it reforms their lives as well. So that means the hero on Reformation Sunday is not Martin Luther. The hero on this day and every day is only Jesus. So in the name of this one who sets us free, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.